0: Wow, 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 wow. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. I'm your host, Silk, and you are my co-host, my Diamond Dream Team. And as Diamond would always say, it takes a team to build a dream, so I want you to stop what you're doing right now. Be sure to like and share this broadcast and this podcast. Yes, yes, and especially yes. That's right. Like it and share it, okay? Share it everywhere and let them know that Silk is on the air, it's imperative that they watch this particular show right now, all right? We're gonna be talking to Dr. Ely and some more senators and individuals concerning the grand jury trial, uh, trying to go after these criminals. Yes, these murderers. That's what I call them. Yeah, that's what I call them. I have a First Amendment right to say it, and that's what I call them. Doggone murderers, all right? Look, don't forget to download the Frank Speech app. The Frank Social app is two different apps and it's absolutely free. Download both of them so we'll have a place to congregate. OK? Yeah, I, I see y'all over there. I'm trying to calm down from Facebook. I just went off over there on Facebook. I surely did. You got this Jack Smith that want to take and surveil people and, and want to target people who is President Trump supporters, want to uh, target President Trump's tweets, and different things, and what they fail to realize is President Trump follows Diamond and Silk on Twitter, all right? Diamond and Silk follows President Trump on Twitter. President Trump shares, and have shared Diamond and Silk posts, and Diamond and Silk have shared President Trump posts, and I need to know if I'm on some doggone list, if you don't got me listed as a white supremacist, I need to know that. Yeah, I need to know if you're surveilling me because it's illegal to surveil American citizens, Jack. I need to know that. Yes, and if I find out that my name is on some damn list, I'm getting me a lawyer and I'm gonna sue your ass. Jack Smith, that I'm talking directly to whoever this bastard is, period. People getting sick and tired of being sick and tired. Then you want to put my name on some terrorist watch list when you terrorizing me and the American citizens. People are sick and tired of this stuff. That's right. You got illegal aliens crossing that doggone border every single day. We don't know who they is. Y'all losing them. But you want to come after little old me. You want to come after American citizens who support President Donald J. Trump. Ain't nobody got time for that stuff. Ain't nobody got time for it. Now, let me get back to where I'm at here. Shout out. Shout out to everybody joining me live right there on Getter Live, Rumble Live, Frank Speech Live, and the live chats. Chat, chat, chat away. That's what I need for you all to do. Shout out to Lindell TV for even allowing me to be here. Yes. Thank you so much. RSBN Network, thank you so, so much for running the show. CTA TV, I thank you. Stripes TV, Thank you. Blast News Network, thank you. Uh, Eagle News Network, thank you. And anyone else that is streaming Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live show on your platform, I say thank you so much for allowing me a place and a space where I am not censored to speak my truth. I live here in America. Now, the United States, I know y'all in your own little place somewhere. You may have your own rules and your own guidelines, but I live here in America. I have a First Amendment right, and thank God for my Second Amendment right. Stupid bastards here trying to target innocent American citizens like we doing something wrong up in here. Listen, tonight's show is sponsored by DrStellaMD.com. That's DrStellaMD.com. If you're in need of ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, or potassium iodine, then visit DrStellaMD.com and use promo code DIAMOND. That's what I want you all to do. Get Go over there to the telehealth services you all do it today don't delay drstellamd.com and you use promo code diamond don't forget also to go to patch Com. patch that.com where it encourages your natural stem cells Yeah, I have to say stem cells. I'm not going to play around with the FDA. Screw the FDA. You can tell them that I said it. You got a man that spent over $4 million, done did his research, done got this thing patented, and in the patent, it talks about how it encourages your natural stem cells and activate your stem cells, is what it says here, all right? So that's what it does. It uses your God-given energy to provide unique wellness benefits. And according to LifeWave, each patch is exclusively designed to reflect particular wavelengths of energy that stimulate specific points on the on the skin. No drugs, no chemical interest to body, and it's money-back guarantee. I use the X39, X49, and the IceWave patches for inflammation and pain, if I need to. All right, you could do the same thing too by going to patchdat.com and get patched up today. Also, don't forget to go to uh, shopdiamondandsilk.com. Shopdiamondandsilk.com and get your emergency food supplies, the gas mask, and anything else that you need to get over there to be prepared so you won't be scared. And don't forget to visit all of my other affiliates and sponsors there at Diamond and Silk store, dot com Diamond and Silk and keep in mind when you purchase something directly from the Diamond and Silk Store you can get a pocket size of the Constitution okay a pocket size of the Constitution and you know they're doing some specials they're doing some sales you all I think today is the last night where they got the brooch pins the Trump pins they got a lot of different things over there where you can get certain things for like a dollar and ninety nine cents. I said it, you better go ahead on over there, and you better go ahead on and get it, all right? So you all, I'm about to bring on my guest, but you know, with what I was talking about with this old bastard named Jack Smith, I believe I'm saying his name right, if I'm not, you all let me know. With this old bastard, Jack Smith, I want everybody to understand something here. Real, real quick, just give me about 30 seconds. there is a bipartisan group of senators. They are quietly trying to renew Section 702 of Pfizer for 12 more years by slipping it into a must-pass defense bill. Okay? So they're putting kill pills in the bill, y'all. They're trying to put this in the defense bills. Okay? It's set to expire on December the 31st. This is the same Section 702 that was used and abused to spy on President Trump's campaign uh, by the same intel agencies. uh, It's been used to target moms against porn uh, in their schools, uh, uh, to target pro-life activists, to target MAGA supporters and conservatives and anyone who disagree with this demonic narrative. Now they want another 12 more years to terrorize American citizens. I need for you all to call all of these people, Mike Johnson. I'm understanding Mike Johnson, okay? Mike Johnson is in the middle of this. Your Republican speaker, Mike Johnson, is in the middle of this right here, okay? They need to shut this down. There's no such thing of a no- negotiating my freedom. All right, my freedom is granted by God. All right, not by these bureaucrats that don't give a doggone about American citizens. Okay, so uh, somebody give me what is these, these people know? Oh, here it is right here. Thank you, Jesus. I found it. Listen 202 224 3121. 202 224 3121. Blow up these people's phone and let them know. Listen, you're going to have to say hell. You're going to have to say hell. Hell no. Hell no to all of this surveillance of, of American citizens is what you're going to have to say. Hell no to 702. Hell no to it. We don't want to be surveilled. I don't want to be surveilled. All right? All right. Now let me go ahead on and get on into the show, I want to bring on my guests because I want to learn more about this grand jury trial that's going on with Dr. Ely and uh, a lot of these other um, individuals that's going after these people here that basically has committed criminal acts in my own humble opinion. Now you can go to beyondthecon.com. Beyondthecon.com to get more information concerning the grand jury trial. They got it listed up there. You all, I read through a lot of it. Oh, thank you for putting that big, because you know I can't have see even though I got on glasses. But thank you so much, darling. All right, beyondthecon.com. So please, please, welcome to the show. All right, because I got this broken down in segments. All right, my first segment uh, with Dr. Ely uh, and, and the senators and, and individuals, please, welcome to the show.
1: Bam. Hello? Ooh, we I love that (laughs) intro tonight. We was behind the scenes getting excited. Let's do this. That's what we have to do,
0: and that's what we're going to have to be about it. About it all, y'all. Is what we got Mm -hmm. to be. Now, I'm looking at this, you Uh all, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show. I'm looking at this. I need to know what's going on here what are you all doing so can you please let the audience know who you are and what part uh in this grand jury trial do you play i just want to amen.
1: know amen right. let me give you a, let me give a quick one for everybody so first of okay. all thank you for having us back thank you for having us we are so grateful to be on the show with you you, you are my favorite host of everyone you're the host with the most and i just love listening to you girl you are awesome I want to introduce your audience to uh, some incredible people, incredible Americans who've been fighting for them every single day for the last, we're coming up on four years now. Senator Kim Thatcher, awesome. Senator Dennis Linthicum, awesome. Keith Wilkins, expert on RICO and investigated and found some crazy information on the money that's been stolen from the American people, awesome. Attorney Steve Jock is taking on every single case that is about civil liberties and protecting our freedoms, where all the other attorneys is backing out and being cowards. This man said, uh-uh, we're going to court over this. And he's been fighting, fighting, fighting from day one. These are people you can trust right here on the screen. So wow. So let me say, let me let, let me say this too. Mm-hmm. Wanna, I, I want to encapsulate it so it's easy to understand if I can, because it can get complex. All right. We want to take questions. Yeah. And I want, I want you and your audience to be in the know tonight. Okay. March 24, 2020, the fraud starts. Now, I think we all agree that we've heard the stories of people getting hit by buses, falling off their motorcycle and dying, falling off of buildings, getting shot, and it being called COVID, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we call that in America, we call that fraud. And on March 24th, 2020, the CDC and NVSS issued what was called COVID alert number two that allowed and told specifically every single coroner, every single medical examiner, every single person signing a death certificate that the cause of death would be COVID more often than not. That is in bold and that is a quote from that document. And what they did oh. Silk, to, to do this little sleight of hand on everything, what they did was they took the death certificate and there's two parts, two very important parts to a death certificate. Part mm-hmm. one, part one is the cause of death. Part mm-hmm. two is what contributed to death. Now, right. they, don't, they don't really count part two. And for all the years prior to COVID and for everything but COVID, your oldest known disease is considered your cause of death. So let's say a person had hypertension for 10 years and then they caught a cold and died. The cause Mm -hmm. of death on the death certificate would be hypertension. Hypertension. Mm -hmm. Because hypertension would be listed in part one. Well, what they said was that if it's COVID, you can move all of those old pre-existing conditions, all those old comorbidities, you can move them to part two so that COVID is the only cause of death in part one. And the second they did that, they did it, the CDC and the NVSS specifically Robert Redfield of the CDC Mm -hmm. and Brian Moyer of the NVSS did that in violation of three federal laws. The administrative procedures act, which says everybody's got to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. The Paperwork Reduction Act, which says the people, us, have a right to a mandatory public comment period that we didn't get, and that the Federal Office of Management and Budget has to have oversight. So I'm going to tell you something that I want you to tell President Trump. Mm -hmm. The Office of Management and Budget sold him out. Because the CDC wow. on March 24, 2020, the CDC was supposed to file to the Federal Register to tell the Office of Management and Budget, we are going to be watching you and what you're doing. But the CDC didn't file to the Federal Register and the Office of Management and Budget knew it. And what they should have done was check the CDC and let President Trump know that he's being set up right there on the spot but they didn't do it. And then he had Fauci in his ear and all these other people and Uh he should have thrown them out. I know his first instinct was to fire them and he should have went with it. I wish he would have. Okay. Yeah. Because what they were setting up right behind his back, the office of management and budget is under the executive branch. What they were setting up behind his back is the greatest criminal fraud enterprise that has ever been constructed in us or world history. And I'm going to bring on these great people right here to tell you a little well, bit more about it. But go ahead. Before you, before we bring them on, let me just yep. uh,
0: uh, reiterate something. Yeah. It was back in March of 2020, the end of March, that last week of March. President yep. Donald a. Trump said that he wanted to have the country open by Easter. Yep. And it that last week when they did this, and all of a sudden the numbers went up.
2: All up. of a
0: sudden the numbers just skyrocket rocket. And 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 my sister and I called it out. Mm-hmm. We called this right here out uh, mm-hmm. as to what they were doing and inflating the numbers of death. And then on the TV, they got that ticker that just kept going up and up yep. and up and up. And and so that hey, I've been I've been uh uh, uh exonerated, y'all because my sister and I was right on that. Another thing, when it mm-hmm. comes down to the death certificate, all I can just you do is use my sister's death certificate. You are absolutely right as to how the AP, they ignored the immediate cause of my sister's death and only reported on the, the list of comorbidities, even though this, this uh, heart disease or whatever they're saying is not listed in, in my sister's medical records. But the immediate cause of my sister's death is listed as unknown. Mm. She didn't have an autopsy done. So how can the media go out and report she died of of hypertension, heart disease, or whatever they they said, all right? Mm -hmm. So I'm in Mm -hmm. the process of getting that. And every time we come into this subject, I like to tell that part of the story so people would know. And no, my sister was not jabbed. But mm-hmm. there is something called the gain-of-function research that was implemented when they t- uh, did this here, uh, bio bioweapons, so it can create the spread, help create the spread from one person to the next person and to the next person. A lot of people don't want to talk about shedding, but that's exactly what happened,
3: mm-hmm.
0: okay? So, mm-hmm. so that's my spill on that. Now, I do want to know who do we have the pleasure of meeting today?
1: Well, we have... Senator Dennis Lenthecum, Senator Kim Thatcher, Keith Wilkins, and Attorney Stephen Jonkus our great, great Attorney Stephen Jonkus. What I want to bring on first is I want to bring on Keith Wilkins because I want to get this message out of the money that was stolen. And Keith, just how much money can we prove was stolen from the American people based upon this criminal data fraud?
4: Well, we know for a fact um, that early on, it was the, the expenditures were at 3.5 trillion. Um, today, they're at 4.2 and they are obligated to 4.5 trillion. There were a pair of Harvard professors um, who put out a study that said if the pandemic ended, I believe in the fall of 2021, that the total overall economic impact would be 16 trillion. And quite frankly, I think that's where the, uh, the honest conversation starts. It only goes up from there.
1: Wow. And now, mm. let, let me jump over. That's, that is no small chunk of change right there, especially in a very short number of years. That's, that's ridiculous, right? So let me bring on Senator Dennis Lenticum. Senator, what do you think about that? And what, how, what can you tell us about, you know, what Americans can do in their local communities? you're on mute, Senator. He's like, dang it.
2: I'm gonna get this Zoom thing <laughs> down today. Uh-huh. I've got to go back to school and get trained on how to push that little mute button. Uh, th- thank you so much for having us on. I haven't seen you since we were in Dallas. It was great fun to um, meet and talk with you there. Uh, both Kim and I were there. Kim, th- Senator Kim Thatcher is here with me today. Yeah, and the you. two of us, and the two of us um, uh, saw the fraud that was happening at the statistical level at the county. And so we started a, um, a grand jury petition uh, at the local level, at the county DA level. That didn't work. So we tried uh, we tried asking our state council how we could do a grand jury from the state level. And they essentially said, um, you're probably better off to go to the federal level and do a grand jury uh, request from the federal jurisdiction. Oregon happens to be its own um, U.S. attorney district. And so we we tried that, and we've been back and forth for years. They, they've had such trouble pulling this together And the reason is, is because as we just heard $16.5 trillion, that's with 12 zeros after the 16, uh, $16 $16.5 trillion, there is so much money to buy allegiance, to buy allegiance from county commissioners, to buy allegiance from Mm -hmm. state legislators like myself, to buy Mm -hmm. allegiance from your... um, city municipality to buy allegiance from your universities, from your uh, county colleges, from you know, the community college that we think is a two-year college versus a four-year university. All of those um, institutions have been bought. And so what we've decided to do, we, we finally got a day in court. December 5th was supposed to be our Supreme Court date, it was actually a federal court date where we would get to have 15 minutes of oral arguments and summarize our findings and request a grand jury investigation. Um, our attorney, Stephen Joncas will talk to that specifically. But last Friday, right after Thanksgiving, they cut us off at the knees. They said, no, nope, we have all the information we need. We don't need to listen to you guys. And it, you could hear under their breath, they were saying, we don't need to hear from you peons. We're in charge here. And um and so that really lit the the fuse under our chairs, and we decided we would go up for a full-fledged uh issue across all 3,143 counties in the United States of America, where they each have district attorneys. And those district attorneys and county commissioners or parish commissioners can get involved in seeking uh, a grand jury, enabling a grand jury at the local level. And this is how we're going (laughs) to change the day. We got several thousand opportunities to change the day. And this is what we're going to do. Senator,
0: I feel like our country have been sieged. Okay? I feel like it's been sieged, that all of our different uh, so you know organizations or 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 the, the different branches of government have been infiltrated and sieged. Mm-hmm. All right. And I feel like our wealth is being stolen. They're stealing our wealth by money laundering it. Through all of this different stuff that they make up. All right. But we get the short end of the stick. We're the ones that's sick because of everything that they're doing here. And I feel like that it has been seen. So I applaud you for doing what you're doing. Thank you so much for working on behalf of the American people.
1: Amen. Right. Can I can I introduce you to another great senator? Oh, yeah. Please. All right, who who see, and this is what we want to get across to everybody. The majority sellouts. But yeah. that doesn't mean every single person's a sellout. And we can't get into this defeatist mentality that makes us puts us in a place where we don't try. And that's what this team is all about. We're going to keep pounding this rock till we break through. Because we're eventually going to break through with the help of all these great Americans, especially the ones listening to you every night. So you know, because I this is we just got to start having some real adult conversations. So Senator Thatcher. <sighs> You know, I, I got a whole bunch of questions for you, but I'm more interested in what do you want to talk about tonight relative to all this work we've been doing all this? Yes.
5: Years? What do I want to talk about? Oh, geez. Um, Going to give me a wide open forum here. Uh, <laughs> I, I just want to say that there was so much confusion at the beginning of this. And, you know, as a, sen- a state senator where you are in the minority, you, you haven't bought into the whole World Health Organization or what the CDC is doing, and yet all the people around you have in the legislative branch, not all of them, you know, obviously we have Senator Linthicum here and a few other yeah. of us, but there were enough of us. And that was the thing. When When this emergency shutdown was declared by our governor, people were so frustrated. And I, as a legislator, was trying to figure out, well, how do you, how do you push back on this? How, how do you fight this? Cause all they're going to do is going to say, well, the CDC told me to do it. they made me do it. Right. And, um, you couldn't go to the courts because mm-hmm. once you, you got a favorable decision in your, your local, your county circuit court, the state would fast track it up to the Supreme court and you'd lose. Well, the Supreme, the members of the Supreme Court in Oregon were mostly appointed by the then governor, who was all over and all in lockstep with the CDC and the FDA, and you know all, this, all the all the mandates and lockdowns and everything that we had to experience. And so, right. what to do? To bring some sanity out to all this. You um, obviously didn't have the executive branch, the legislative branch, the judiciary branch, or the judicial branch, and you you had everybody that was just going to point up the federal government. And so Mm. as as I learned about grand juries and what they are for, they're not just for prosecutors to bring charges against somebody that the police arrested. That is one way they're used, but they are also to hold our government officials accountable. And I'm I'm hoping there's going to be some more discussion about what the whole importance of the grand juries is. It's becoming obvious that, they don't want the lawyers to know what grand juries are about. They don't want judges to know about what grand juries are about. And so whether it is purposeful at this point that the judges or the judge who has our case right now where we are simply asking for an investigation from a grand jury, we are not asking for prosecution. We would like, you know, obviously like to see it, but we don't have that right. We're just asking for an investigation. And in so doing, it's like, you know, it's like you've entered a twilight zone, handing them these documents saying, here, we just want an investigation. We're not asking to prosecute like your Department of Justice people are saying. They're making up things here. This is not what we've said. And so it is disappointing we didn't get that, uh, our day in court, to have our oral arguments heard on december 5th but we will be heard we will be heard and that's just all there is to it you know when they when they changed the smith munt act which made it so that um the american people could be propagandized by their own government Mm -hmm. then you know it just changed the world we didn't really know that that was happening at the time but we later learned that that was that was the deal and just recently i was hearing about the cdc enlisting the uh, paying hairdressers to push COVID and flu vaccines onto their clients, yeah. and they're getting paid for that. There's there's all kinds of censorship going on, of course, and the, the White House is doubling down on it. It's just a scary, weird world we're in, but we are gonna persevere and see this through.
0: Senator, Senator, let me ask you this question. Who the hell elected the CDC?
5: Mm-hmm. Exactly, Who? exactly. Who?
0: We didn't elect these folk. The no. WHO, we didn't, we didn't elect these people. And and what I what I look at back in 2020 and I, I think of Judas Mike Pence being over warp speed. Mm-hmm. See, he was part of the deep state snakes Republicans as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. So so when I see that these, these people have been colluding and coordinating this here. For a very long time now, they call it a plannedemic, but I call it a planned scamdemic because some things just not adding up to silk and it wasn't adding up to diamond when she was alive. We had some questions, and especially when it came out, one talk about black folks is disproportionately affected by this particular virus. And I'm like, how do this virus know what color to attack? Did it go to school to learn its colors? It just did not make sense to (laughs) me
1: you know? So, it's, so Facts. Those are just facts after facts, after facts, right? Yeah. Let, let me, let me, I want to bring on Steve, our attorney, Steve Jonk next because Steve, okay, I'm hoping what please. you can do. We got some facts. We'll talk. We're definitely in the second segment, we're going to talk about grandeur. It's going to be educational grandeur. We're going to, we're going to knock the dust off of that one for everybody. But Steve, mm-hmm. can you help the audience understand what's the simplicity of our argument and what are the courts supposed to be doing right now with what we have brought to
6: them? Well, uh grand jury is an ancient mechanism to combat government corruption. It has a shield function and that shield function is to protect an individual from a overzealous prosecutor and that's the one everyone's familiar with that the prosecutor goes to the grand jury gets an indictment and then the then the prosecution proceeds. But there's also a sword function. A sword function to be used against the government itself. And Here we are in a situation where prosecutors will not prosecute the government. We're talking about literally the the greatest crime against humanity in history. Yes. That is saying a lot. And the government is refusing to prosecute itself. So what is a free people to do? The free people uh, are trying to, us are trying to invoke the sword function of a grand jury. You want, you want to get in front of a grand jury who to investigate these crimes. And the, the government has gotten used to the idea that grand juries only belong to the prosecutor because that's typically what's been happening. But mm-hmm. the grand jury does not belong to the prosecutor. There are Supreme Court cases that say grand juries are not appointed for the prosecutor or the court. They may investigate crimes suggested by anybody. They're a constitutional fixture in their own right. They're independent from the other three branches of government. They're independent from the judiciary. They're designed to preserve individual liberties. And they may investigate without any without any external supervision. So they could call one of us to, to testify in front of them and unravel, and they can investigate, they can subpoena and unravel this greatest crime in, against humanity in history.
0: Well, if they don't investigate it, I just need to know why is American tax dollars being used to fund them? You know, we don't. Right. We can do it without all of this different stuff if they're not going to work for the betterment and the benefit of American citizens.
6: Well, well the humanity. great thing about grand juries is that they are made up of American citizens, ordinary people, who. Mm-hmm. Are uh, selected just through jury duty selection process, and um, they can investigate whatever crime crosses their radar. You okay. Know.
1: Okay. It's, well,
0: this is this is really a crime. Go go ahead, Doctor Ely.
1: Yeah, Silk. So I just wanted to ask Steve. So for our audience, then, because that it's the it's a fact. This is a, this is our path. If we have a peaceful path back, it's the grand jury system. There's no doubt about it. We've uh-huh. got to be able to access it and get this information because information, once it gets in the hands of the people that are investigating it, it's clear. It's conclusive, uh-huh. it's definitive. We submitted a 63 page grand jury petition to the court, unprecedented act. and we submitted a thousand pages of evidence with it, including peer-reviewed pe- research papers that my team researched and got peer-reviewed right. and published. So we know it wasn't some fraudulent little you know pay for pay to play kind of scam, right? So, Steve, right. when you're looking at our case, what's the simplicity of our argument before the courts? And what is the court supposed to do when we presented them with our case? What was supposed to happen?
6: The, post, the court was supposed to refer us to a grand jury. There's a statute that requires, uh, says that offenses uh, may be brought to the attention of a grand jury by the court. So the one way that the grand jury can have uh, uh, potential offenses cross its radar is the court refers the, the issue to the grand jury. So that's what we ask the court to do, to refer us to the grand jury. That's the original petition in district court. And the rules of criminal procedure say that the court must, the court must order that one or more grand juries be summoned when the public interest so requires, I I, I I think the public interest requires this information yes. in front of a grand jury, and yeah, that's what should happen.
0: It just appears that something or someone or a group of people are blocking. There's a lot yeah. of blocking going on. You know, this is something that we we need this here disclosed and exposed. Go ahead, Dr. Ely.
1: Oh, I, I can tell you, I can answer that question. Silk, I can answer that question. I know exactly who's blocking us right now. It's called the Department of Justice. The Department oh. of Justice. You gotta, I gotta tell this story. Your audience is gonna crack up. You gotta, you gotta hear this, okay? You ain't gonna believe this. I'll, I'll be quick, but you ain't gonna believe this. So when we, when we filed, the Department of Justice decided that they wanted to defend the criminals that we are alleging committed these crimes. So the Department of Justice right off the bat is defending these people instead of investigating them. Okay, that's number one. That's after the senators asked the Department of Justice to investigate them before we even went to court. The Department of Justice has been involved in this from day one. Now, they assign Mm -hmm. an attorney to it. The same attorney that the senators talked to about investigating, they assigned him, Scott Asfog, to defend these alleged criminals. And then 17 days later, they said, you know what? you've had too much involvement with the senators. We got to get you out of here. They relocated him to Nairobi, Kenya, 17 days after assigning him to defend these alleged criminals. Then they put another woman on here and she says, you know what, I'm new, I need 60 days because I got to get prepped here and get familiar with the case. Judge granted it to her, no problem, right? No problem, she gets there 60 Uh days. She missed her deadline. Steve was all over it, filed for a default judgment. They denied that, gave her more time on this excuse. You cannot make this up. My dog was sick. Are you kidding me? You now can be late to a court that you requested 60 extra days to get something into because your dog was sick. And you don't even have to prove that your dog was sick. That's what we're up against. We're up against the Department of Justice. I'll go back to my original statement when I said
0: these systems need to be defunded. You Why might. are we funding these different systems that's not working for the betterment and the benefit of American citizens? They're working for their own greed and need, not for the need of American citizens. Let's go ahead and get to your next guest because I want to bring on the next panel.
1: Okay, you got it. Well. You want me to you want me to finish up right here, or you want me to bring on the yeah, next panel? Uh-huh. You I want. Oh, I
0: want to. I want to hear from from the next. It's one more here.
1: Oh, we got we got everybody on, but I can give somebody some more time if you want me to. I, I got so, plenty of questions here
0: down here at the bottom here, on your left. Who is that? Is that Senator
1: Keith? Dennis Lenticum. No, Keith's right there. Keith spoke first. Everybody done spoke. Everybody done spoke. Well, thank you, Jesus. Yes, sweet you Jesus
0: go ahead and bring on the next set of individuals. I want to say thank you. First, thank you so much for what you're doing. I'm I'm going to have to make sure I get you back so that we can Mm -hmm. keep talking about this. Uh, Repetition uh, is the mother of all skills, meaning people. The more they hear it, the more they understand it, and we got to continue to speak about it. And I want to say thank you so much. Go ahead, Dr. Ely, I know you're coming back for a second.
1: I'm coming yeah. back for the second one, but can I give Senator Linthicum a chance to mention where we're going? Because we're launching phase two of this initiative and I think he'd like yeah. to share with the audience what phase two is, just a little teaser. Go for it, Senator. Sure.
2: You, you bet, the, the best thing, we, we want everybody to get involved all across the US. And so we've got a um, live stream happening December 5th at five o'clock Pacific time. So on the Pacific coast, five o'clock and three hours if you're over here on the East coast. And at five o'clock, we're gonna have a live stream. You can ask questions. We'll do a and A about where we're going, how to put it together. And then we'll have monthly um, segments following after that where we try to infiltrate into all of the local district attorneys across all the counties. Every county has a district attorney. Every district attorney has a spouse, a husband or a wife. They've got kids. Your kids play soccer with their kids. They're on the baseball team together. They're on the football team together. All of those person-to-person interactions give you a little bit of inside game for getting on the district attorney's Um, timeline for investigating this issue. We've got the paperwork, we've got the data. As the website says right below me, go to beyondthecon.com and you can find out more information. You can download hundreds and thousands of pages of our uh, material and we will see you on December 5th at five o'clock Pacific.
0: Wonderful. Go to beyondthecon.com. i right, write you all Thank you so, so very much. I love each and every one of you for what you're doing for our country. Keep fighting, fighting, fighting. Never give up. God bless you all. Thank you.
4: Thank
5: you.
0: All right. So we're going to go ahead. on. you are going to bring on my, get my next panel together. So I want everybody to understand what's going on and they have everything right there at beyondthecon.com. Beyondthecon.com. we got money that's been that's that's basically been been laundered in my humble opinion being laundered this money is being laundered american wealth is being stolen and we have uh, different individuals that is residing there within the g the doj that's not given a dog owned about the American people. We have crime that's going on. People have been murdered. People are sick right now. People are ill and and have ailments because they were given misinformation by these bureaucrats that can care less about Americans. We have an opportunity right now, okay, to go before the courts, We need a grand jury to look into this right here. Now, according to Dr. Ely, if you look at it and listen to them, they already have the evidence. They done did their investigation. They done pulled up the information. All right. What we need to do is go to the next step. We don't need nobody in there pussyfooting around talking about give me 60 more days, give me another 30 days because my dog was sick. We don't need that and we don't have time for that. What we need is honest individuals to take and fulfill your duty to the people is what we need. Uh-huh. That's what we need. Okay? Because you all been doing this here mess, uh, just too too long. We get up, we go up, and then here come the DOJ or the FBI or some old road judge, some old road prosecuting attorney, whomever. And they come and just knock it all the down and say, oh, you don't have no standing. Oh, you don't have no standing. You're supposed to be working for the will of the people. It's who you're supposed to be working for. So I want everybody that's under the sound of my voice to go to beyondthecon.com. It's right here, right below. Beyondthecon.com. So that you can view everything. They got it laid out real nicely right there all right laid out for everybody to see now welcome to the show my second panel of individuals that's part of this grand jury trial with dr Ely. uh uh please welcome back to the show or welcome to the show
1: (laughs) (laughs) thank
7: you 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 so much again
1: we got so we have a a few great americans with us here we got albert benavides awesome american we got Brian O'Shea, awesome American. We got the walking encyclopedia about grand juries that I'm gonna share. So he's going to, ooh, he's gonna make you feel so good in a few minutes. Okay, Judge Paul Nally and we got our grand jury expert extraordinaire Kelly on with us. He's having a little camera difficulty. So we'll just have to work with him on that. But That's what I wanted fine. to do was I wanted to give another piece of information before I brought Judge Nally on. So mm-hmm. after that March 24th date, all right, that we talked about in the first segment, by March 26th, the Health and Human Services Department, Alex Azar, had developed the money laundering or the money theft scheme, however you want to look at it, by incentivizing mm. COVID diagnoses to be, get a higher reimbursement when you're Medicare or Medicaid. Everybody, we all remember this was happening, right? If you put somebody on a ventilator, you get more money. That's the if there's, COVID. Incent- yes. there's your incentive to, incentive to mm-hmm. commit this crime, right? Mm-hmm. So then what ends up happening is a few... Uh, about a week later, we get a document that the CDC grabs. And again, the CDC did this without registering in the federal register, without launching oversight or public comment. So this is illegal. The CDC outsourced what the authority for what would determine a COVID case to a little known group called the Council of State and Territorial Epidemiologists. Now this group, the CSTE, is not a governmental organization, has no authority, but it is heavily funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and the GAVI and all the vaccine interest groups. The CDC supplied them with seven subject matter experts to draft a paper that they would later adopt on April 7th. What it said in this paper will drop your draw. You ready for this? Right. All you have to do is cough once, and you can be diagnosed as COVID. Cough this is once.
0: sick, shot. And this then you got answering. that old New York Governor Holker down there, and want to have these doggone encampments and and taking lock up folk. Oh, you know this is ooh ooh. Thank see, you, God, see, for my
1: Second Amendment. It's mm. the set, right? We we got to be about that Second Amendment sometimes, mm. right? But let's be about that First Amendment right now with the free speech. Now check this Come out. On. After they did that, there was a second part in there. You ready for this? Right. Do you remember when everybody was having to get a negative COVID test to go back to work? Yeah. And do you remember when people were going from place to place to place, sometimes three, four different places in a day, trying to get a negative test? And do you yes. remember- how every single time people had no illness, they would still have a false positive test. A false positive, yes. Okay, now that should have been that that person, once they tested positive, every test after that shouldn't have counted as a new case, right? That doesn't make any sense. But what the CDC did in this document was said, every single test that tests positive, regardless of if it's 12 for the same person, is gonna be counted as a new case.
0: As a new case, and that inflated the number of cases. So when it was like, oh, it's a surge, oh, it's a surge, and then they wanted to keep you locked down, it was actually a lie. Oh.
1: It was fraud. It was criminal data fraud and willful misconduct because that's what they did. So by, from, from the 24th of March to April 7th of 2020, the entire construct of this crime was put together. And what I wanna bring on to you is people now who are gonna be talking to you about the fallout and the potential future if we do nothing. So let's start with okay. Judge Now right here. I quick, have quick.
0: 11 minutes. I have 11 minutes. So I let's need to give quick. everybody three minutes to say what you need to say. Break it on down like a start off shotgun. Let me know what's going on.
1: Your Honor, tell everybody why they should get into the grand jury initiative that we're doing. What is it about grand juries that we love?
8: What, thing, what, what all our neighbors listening in here today need to understand is this. The grand jury is comprised of your neighbors. Their jurisdiction starts in their particular county. But if you want to see the limit of their jurisdiction, you need to step outside and look up because there's no place on the face of the earth your local grand jury or a federal grand jury can go when they are following the evidence now that's that's the first thing you need to know now the scope of their power is this there is no one in the united states today nobody public official or private citizen nobody is immune from a grand jury inquiry. There is no immunity. And that's the reason why we are no longer, in in the context of the law, we are not sovereigns, even though we are the highest level of authority in this nation. And the reason we're not is because we gave some of our sovereign authority to the grand jury for the purpose of managing and supervising our government. Wow. That's what they're there for. They're gonna punish crime wherever they find it. If it's in the Oval Office, somebody's going to go to a criminal trial. If it's in the Department of Justice, somebody is gonna go to a criminal trial. And you may wind up with five, 10, 20 years vacation at public expense in one of the government's plushly appointed long-term care facilities. Wow. So
1: my <laughs> <There> he is.
8: <laughs> and, I would, and I would like to take this opportunity to beg anybody listening in, if you are a current sitting grand juror, I don't care what jurisdiction you're in. If you're a sitting grand juror or you get sworn as a grand juror, please subpoena me. Send me a subpoena, send me an email, a telephone call. I will be there at my expense. And I'll oh, you- nice. Wow.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you
0: so much. Wow. Go yeah. ahead, Dr. Hedley.
1: Now, Silk, so there's a fallout, right? There's a fallout from all of this. This mm-hmm. fraud wasn't just about stealing money. It was about ruining lives. So mm-hmm. Albert, a couple quick questions for you, because I want them to get this is our, the number one analyst of VARES in the entire country, right here. Founder of VARES Aware, Albert Benavides. Albert, how many people have filed claims and how many people have died in connection with these shots that's been published so far? Uh,
4: uh, Dr. Healy, there's been uh 1.7 million people that, uh, with published reports and, uh, in the continental United States, there's 18,000 deaths uh, published in the bears in the bear system. Um,
1: now, now, let yeah. me ask a follow-up question to that, right? So, a person publishes, we get a published a death, but there's 1.7 million reports. If somebody dies after their initial report,
4: does it update to that number? Does it add to the number of deaths? No, only initial reports are made public. Even though the CDC and FDA continue to capture follow-up data, such as death, only the initial reports will ever be published.
1: And do so? Do ah. we know how many people have actually died in conjunction with these damn shots?
4: Um, no, I, I think you can you can double the amount of deaths in the system already with just the people. That ha- that are now since dead that have you know must have died uh, after their initial report was filed. That's just my opinion. How many
1: people do you think have actually died in the United States in conjunction with these damn shots?
4: I think I think at least 1.5 million people have uh, have perished from this depop shot, and uh, that takes me to a, an underreporting factor of uh, over about 80. Mm-hmm. So that's my, that's that's my numbers. And, and, and that's
0: the numbers He's speaking about the numbers of the people that got injected. What about yep. the ones that got infected?
1: Right. With, see, and that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother number oh. right there because that's that shedding of the microbiome from the weaponized right. bacteria, right? That's a whole nother thing right now, okay? Now, last thing for you, Albert, on this, yep. last thing on this. Does the CDC withhold or throttle reports that are made to them before they publish? Do they extend the amount of time ridiculously before they publish serious events?
4: Absolutely, Dr. Ely. There's there's thousands of death reports and those are just the death reports where they've held the report in their possession before publishing. They've held it in their possession for over a year and as much as two years before publishing. Their their Guinness Book of World Record right now is holding it for 1,024 days and before many, they publish it. And
1: how many days by law are they supposed to, or maximum, can they hold it by law before they publish it? Tell everybody what that number is supposed to
4: be. Four to six weeks, which is 42 days for six weeks.
1: So you have, they're supposed to get that out in 42 days so we can have some semblance of surveillance and informed consent. and some of these reports aren't coming out for over a thousand days and they're deleting reports and throttling reports here. So this is, again, what are we talking about? Fraud, right? Albert, thank you so much. Let me, I want to keep it moving. I know you want to time crunch. it. (laughs) So we go over to Brian. Brian is our expert on one health. This is something that most people have never heard of Brian. Mm -hmm. What's health and why should I care about it?
9: Okay, thank you for having me on. One Health is um, basically they are changing the World Health Organization and the entire international public health community. Those people that are supposed to protect us are changing how public health is looked at, how it is run, the entire ideology under something called One Health, which moves from focusing on the human and keeping them healthy to equitable outcomes for, wait for it, humans, the environment, and animals. So we all have to come out equal. Now, why is that important? Why would they even do that? It seems bonkers, right? Well, it hit me today, looking at this grand jury. um, Some laws are being passed and they're trying to raise up the level of those other two, the environment and animals, legally to the level of humans. humans. So if you can't get to the humans because they're going to use their constitutional rights to fight something like this, well then, why not go through the animals and the environment? So... Um, What we have discovered with this is that they even have the – by they, I mean the One Health Commission, which is GAVI, Bill Gates, WHO, UNESCO, you name it, Um, even our NASA, our U.S. Department of Agriculture. They are basically right now going into our own legal system and trying to get bills passed and trying to get an entire international harmony of laws so that way – if the pandemic treaty goes through, which is built upon the One Health ideology, then people like Tedros can say, boom, there's a pandemic, all your constitutional rights out the window in the face of a pandemic or a public health emergency, and you fall under this new governance called the One Health Framework.
1: Would they be able, Brian, would they be able with that to say, if, like the, if the World Health Organization said, everybody's gotta be master, or everybody's gotta get a damn experimental shot, If the United States joined that treaty, would they be able to do that? Would the World Health Organization be able to put that and then supersede our constitution?
9: They wouldn't be superseding our constitution because first of all, the United States is already on it. All that has to happen is people vote against it, but if they don't vote at all, it goes through this next May. Um, They wouldn't be uh, going around our constitution because right now there's one health offices down to the county level who are trying to change laws to pave the way for such a uh, pandemic emergency. So that way those laws automatically kick in. And that's why the WHO, when they talk about the pandemic treaty, can say, quite honestly, we wouldn't be circumventing anyone's constitution.
1: It's, It's kind of a way of getting cute on some lawyer speak stuff. So, but let's talk so, about the reality mm-hmm. of it. Let's just talk about the reality. Of it. Uh-huh. Let's say I got 30 it, seconds. It got you. Let's say it all goes through, right? Could they take your kid under some guise of a pandemic and relocate them? Could they force you to get a shot? Could they force you to put on a mask?
9: They could do whatever our laws allow them to do once they've been changed. There all of is. that, yes.
1: Yep. There it is. That's why we're fighting right now, Silk. Thank you so much for having us. Sorry, Kevin. All I'm I have, have get to say. Y'all.
0: All I have to say is the gates of hell shall not prevail. That's yeah, what I have to off. say. The gates of hell shall not prevail. That's right. Uh I, my um, my my I was this was this life was given to me by God, not by gates. Got okay. It. All right. And so we have to continue to fight it. We didn't get to Kelly. Kelly, Kelly, say hello or something to me, honey.
4: Well, hello there. We can learn more about the grand jury on uh, beyondthecon.com with the frequently asked questions. Great. He, he
1: Kelly wrote a great frequently asked questions that's free and downloadable on the homepage. You might have to scroll down a little bit, but I encourage everybody watching in to go down, download that. You will learn so much about the grand jury so quick and you are going to feel okay. really good reading that document. Look, this is a lot
0: of information. I have to get you all back, especially the judge. I got some more questions for you, Mr. Judge, because it's just some things that's just not making sense to Silk. Okay, but we're we're gonna have to talk a little bit later, you all. I love you all and thank you all so much. Thank you so much for working for the American people. God bless you all. Listen, you all beyondthecon.com, beyondthecon.com. Don't forget, every day at 1121 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, we start what we're doing and we pray. I pray for you, you pray for me, we pray for each other. Pray for President Donald J. Trump, pray for his family, and pray for God to heal the land and remove these evil, demonic bastards the hell out of our country, all right? So in the meantime and in between time, I look forward to seeing you next time right here on Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. Bye bye.
4: You're watching Lindell TV.
3: Hey, y'all. Hey, we're Diamond and Mm Silver. Join us Monday through Fridays, 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on frankspeech.com, Lindell TV. With Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. That's right. Oh, it be going down over here. You know That's it. Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh-huh. Hey. Hey. We want to see your face. Your face. In the place. Boom. Don't forget about Grave Care you are where they break down health care barriers to save you time and money. Mm-hmm. Go to GraveCare.com. Use promo code TRUMP1 to sign up for your first bundle. If you're having problems when it comes to these hospitals, when it comes to these doctors, it's not just about the pandemic, it can be about anything. Greatcare.com. Use promo code TRUMP1 to receive a discount. Also, don't forget about the hypochlorous body spray. Yeah. If you wanna keep pathogens, viruses, and bacteria at bay, Go to cbspray.com and get your hypochlorous spray. If you haven't gotten your potassium iodine, if you need hydroxychloroquine, or if you need ivermectin, go to drstellamd.com. Yes. And we've been talking about the circulatory system or how it affects and impacts everything. Go over there to the Dr. Artist Show mm-hmm. and pick up for you something for that. Everything, use promo code TRUMP1. Now listen, I know what everything I said. I don't want you to get a little hasty, but I want you to go over there and get you some tasty at mystore.com. Get the My Coffee, the pods. They are available. Even get you a nice coffee cup. You can get that at mystore.com. Use promo code TRUMP1 Mm -hmm. to receive a discount. That's mystore.com. Right. I say the best part to waking up is not being woke for being awake with With my my coffee. coffee. (laughs) I love it, y'all. I love it. So make sure, also don't forget about mypillow.com. Use promo code TRUMP1 to receive up to 66% off your entire purchase over there. Don't forget about our book, uprisingmystore.com. Promo code TRUMP1. Don't forget about our bumper sticker and our t-shirt. Yes. It took 2,000 views to install one jackass. Mm-hmm. DiamondandSilk.com. Use promo code TRUMP1 as well. Yeah. Hey, America. Dr. Stella Emanuel here.
7: I've been working for the past two years to put together a lot of products that can help deal with the after effect or like COVID long symptoms. We get, we we hear some of the complaints that we get from patients. One of them is people having a lot of anxiety and sleeplessness. So we put together COVID sleep. COVID sleep has melatonin. It has zinc, a little bit of it. It has quercetin a little bit but it has melatonin and it has ashwagandha ashwagandha is a natural occurring anti-anxiety and that can help you melatonin also is a natural sleep aid that can help you sleep there are many of our clients and patients that swear on COVID sleep the other thing people complain about is hair loss so we have COVID hair bites it has keratin biotin super metal it has a lot of it has um, a lot of things that will help you keep your grow your hair give you fuller hair and it's natural It has ashwagandha ashwagandha like i said also helps with anxiety it has collagen it has a uh, uh, berry extract uh, it has a uh, tocopherol it's a very very good product there are many of our patients that have been taking it and they have a lot of fuller hair and uh, fuller hair that does not break so kovi hair bites and kovi sleep these are some of the products that we've had to help you deal with long symptoms god bless you go to drstellamd.com use the promo code right here if you go to drstellamd.com use the promo code right here and you can get a discount or you can go to marketplace.drstellamd.com use the promo code right here you'll get a discount thank you and god bless